Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Making Sense, brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. I'm your host, Emily Bigham, and each week I'll be taking your questions to the experts to help you make sense of your money, pun intended. Hi, and welcome back to Making Sense, a podcast brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Today, we're talking to Brittany Mills, the Assistant Manager in Education Lending. Hey, Brittany, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you for having me. A lot of things have changed. And earlier, we were catching up about like what's been changing in the student loan area. So I was curious about what's changed over the past year and a half. Um, I feel like that's kind of a loaded question that we can get into. <laughs> but in general, just right off the bat, like, what do you think has changed in the past six months? The campus experience has changed, right? Lots of people have at the start of the pandemic, they had to stay home or go back home, right? Because they had went to school and now they're saying, oh, everything is shut down. Colleges are shutting down. Um, lots of these schools didn't have online programs available. So it's almost like the schools had no other choice but to just say, go home and we'll figure this out as we go. Um, so I feel like a lot of a lot of things have changed when it comes to I can't be on um, on campus with my friends. You know, I have to be online in an online virtual environment. And that was hard um, for a lot of people if they weren't already used to, you know, taking classes online. So what's today's headline in the student lending world? <laughs> student loan forgiveness. What Are my loans going to be forgiven? Um, that's a big question that students have. And rightly so, I do as well. You know, everyone does that has a student loan. Um, and so Navy Federal, you know, we're waiting to see what will happen um, in that landscape. What what would that decision change for you? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of uncertainty around that. I mean, I feel like literally the, the hot word is uncertainty. It's like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen in yep. every aspect of everyone's life? Um, but what would that change for Navy Federal or for you and your role? So we've already changed our strategy um, when it comes to making sure that members are top of mind, right? So federal student loans, they come with benefits. And when you refinance those as a private student loan, you lose those benefits. And so we made a decision to temporarily pause um, the refinance of federal student loans so that members could keep their benefits and we can, you know, make sure that they have what they need and make the best decision for them at that time. How are you supposed to even make a decision as a as a student or a parent? Or like, do you start saving for college? I mean, I, you have you have a son. You've I mean, you have a couple kids, but yep. I know that your superstar football son is uh, looking to go to school in a few years. Like, what's the conversation in your household about college and student loans? So as you just mentioned, you know, I travel with him for football. And just this past weekend, we went to Florida and he actually wants to go to school in Florida. Right. So there's a good chance that he might say, hey, mom, I want to go to school in Florida. We're going to have to look at all of our options. Right. And see what's available. He may get a scholarship. He may not. I can't sit around and wait for that. So, of course, we're going to save our money. Um, save money. We're going to look at the options that are available to us, either from his the schools that he picks. Um, we're also going to fill out the FAFSA when it comes time, uh, which is the free um, student loan application for federal loans. Um, just things that we will need to do to help him get ready. So uh, you mentioned um, federal student loans. Apologies up front if I ask a ton of questions about this, but what is the difference between a federal student loan and a private student loan? Sure. So federal loans, they typically have fixed rates and they don't require credit, right? So, um, and then once the funds are granted through the federal loans, grants or scholarships, um, if they don't cover the full amount, then you'll go ahead and get a private loan, which you can apply for through your bank or credit union. Um, they will determine if you qualify for the amount 
um, based on your credit worthiness. Lots of times, co-signers do increase the chance of loan approval and lower the interest rate on your loan. It's a lot of emotional stress. Can you kind of walk me through like the real bare bones steps of like, okay, so I'm a, I'm a student in high school and I've already decided what college I want to go to that's the best for me, but I can't afford it. So what is your first step? Like, should you even be thinking about federal versus versus private student loan or is that uneven? Like, can you kind of walk me through like first things first steps? Yeah. First things first is to fill out the FAFSA. A lot of people think my parents have too much money. I can't apply or I wouldn't get any money. You definitely want to go to the FAFSA, which is the free application for student federal aid to determine what you would qualify for. We want you to exhaust all your federal options first, right? Okay. So federal number one. Federal number one. You know, apply. It lets you put up as I think a couple schools that you choose, and then you can compare those offers once they come back to see what makes sense for you. Okay. So first things first, use the FAFSA application. And then once you get those back, you kind of consider, okay, is that enough money to cover it? Or mm-hmm. um, do I need more money? And how are you supposed to know if you need more money than what someone's told you you can have? Does the school provide that? The school will provide you, I guess, the, a gap letter. I, a... What else is owed on your Okay. And then... So when you then decide, okay, I need to go and get more money in private student loan, is that when members reach out to Navy Federal? Is that when yes, you – Yes, that's okay. when they shop and – which we encourage, you know, shop for the rates and terms that work for you because not every lender is the same. You want to check out that lender's reputation. You want to make sure that, you you know, some lenders require you to pay immediately. So just checking to see what works for you is what's in the best interest for you at that time in your budget. And for some reason in my head, I thought that student loans really covered like tuition and, you know, just like the bulk of those big expenses. But I kind of found um, talking to people that maybe it covers other things like dorms and books and just kind of whatever you need. So what what do student loans cover or what can they cover? Is it up to the student or is it up to the loan product? It is up to your school. (laughs) So tuition, dorm room costs, off-campus housing, textbooks and supplies, laptops, Food, transportation, anything, uh, education-related expenses that are certified by your school. So. Okay, so the school certifies it. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Um, um, there's so many things that are involved in student loans that it's really crazy. I like, know. so refinancing. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> so. Refinancing is typically great for someone that have all these loans and they want to consolidate them into one payment, right? And they want to potentially reduce the interest rate, um, which in effect will reduce their um, monthly payment. Um, But at the same time, refinancing, you should also make sure you have the, um, the income to support as well as, you know, the credit history as well. So, and is this after... Like, when are you supposed to think about refinancing? Is it after you're done with school and you have a job and you're – because I know that your credit matters, right, in order to Mm -hmm. build credit and in order to um, get a lower rate, you typically have to have higher income or income period. Um, Is that something that you have to wait and do afterwards or can you do it when you're in the process, like in school? Uh, Most lenders require you to graduate before you can refinance. So at that point, you can do it at any time. Um, But again, checking the rates, checking the lenders, knowing what they're being offered is – what's in the best interest of you at that time and making sure that you basically are getting the rate that you want, right? Because you wouldn't want to have a, a lower rate and try to refinance and you would 
get a higher rate. So kind of right. trying to make it make sense. Well, and we're in a very low rate environment right, right now. now. Yep. So are people concerned about rates going up and are they looking to refinance? And see, that's where part of the uncertainty is, right, because of the federal loan component. Um, I, I believe some lenders are still refinancing federal loans. We are not. So I think some people have even stopped considering it for now mm-hmm. just to see what happens around. Like put on pause because yeah. you just don't know. And I think that's a smart decision because exactly. if loans start going up or even inflation will probably impact that a little bit. Um, also, you know, there's a lot going on with the job market right now with employment. I think a record number of people have left their jobs. Um, I don't know if that's because – I mean, there's a couple ways of looking at that data, right? So it could be like, okay, for the past year and a half, people have kind of been sitting tight in their jobs, not wanting to leave or try to find new ones because, you know, obviously working from home or trying to go to a new company and manage a new team or figure out what's going on while working from home is difficult. So are, is it now that because everything's opening up and people are starting to get out there more – is that percentage just higher because, you know, people are looking – they've been putting it on hold and now there's a surge. Um, I had a point to that and I can't remember <laughs> where I was going with it because hey, you know how I am, you know, an analyst yeah. brain. <laughs> no, um, it's fine. Um, but to piggyback off that point, right, a lot of people being home um, have considered other options for themselves um, – the great resignation, right? People are actually considering things that are good for them and trying to understand, you know, making sure that they have that extra income to support whatever they want to do, whether that's refinance or keep their loans the same. Yeah. And I think that also just the crazy thing about the interest rates and how we don't know what's going to happen with that. And there's Mm -hmm. so much fluctuation. I think that there's a lot of hype about that because even if interest rates are changing, it's not going to be so quickly that no one's going to have time to think about, okay, what should I do with my finances? Yep. When do you start to repay student loans? Is that after you graduate as well? Yes. Okay. Um, what are your like – Although, I guess for in school, right, if you're in school, we allow you to make the $25 payment so that you can help build your credit, right? So during the pandemic, we absolutely kept our members top of mind, right? We helped over 1,800 members with payment relief for their loans and – as always, we're going to continue to monitor their needs, and we adjusted as we needed to to ensure that they were okay, that we got their back, that we're doing this for them. Um, so, so I have some questions for you that came from um, my sister. So, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she she and my older brother both went and got their MBAs um, a couple years ago, and I know for her. Um, it was a huge stressor because, you know, she had to take out student loans. This is the first time that she really had to go through that process. And I just remember it was very stressful and emotional, not to mention that she's also going to school yeah. and figuring out what her internship's going to be in the summer. And, you know, she moved from San Francisco to New York City to go to school. And that was a whole thing. I mean, New York City, as we know, is the prices are really high. Um, so some of the questions that she had, which I think we already answered, were, you know, do I shop around for student loans to see what rates I can get? And you said, absolutely. So I think that that's a big thing to mention. Um, she asked about refinancing loans after graduation, um, which you also said, yes. Um, what about students who go to trade schools or, you know, unaccredited universities? Is there anything different there about the process they need to go through? Um, they can still apply for loans. Um, the advice I would give is just determine uh, what the value is. Um, there may be other options out there for you um, to take advantage of. I mean, there's a lot of online learning, but at the same time, people do want 
that certificate or that completion. So it's really up to each individual person whether they want to take the loan out or just save the couple thousand dollars to pay for this for what they want. So transitioning a little bit to military, since you know that is a big part of Navy Federal's um, audience and membership, uh, the GI Bill. Mm-hmm. What do you know about the GI Bill? <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, if you have access to the GI Bill, you should definitely use that um, to for your education. Um, if if then fun, additional funds are needed, then you can apply for um, private loans. Um, but at the same time, up borrowers or co-signers income would be required at that point. Okay, so if you can take advantage of the GI Bill, you should do it. Absolutely. What is your advice for people who are kind of on the fence about um, going to school because of financing concerns? I would say, again, you know, apply for your federal funds because you don't know what you can qualify or what you will get at that point. After that, then you can look into what other options you have out there and what's available. You may find that there's a family member that's willing to help you co-sign or, you know, just to help you further that education. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to go to school um, because of financing. Apply and then see what happens from there. Apply and see what happens. And so I believe the FAFSA opens October 1st of each year. Um, so, so for the following year. Yeah. So as early as you can, you've got to check your the federal guideline, um, timelines. you got to check your school timelines. States sometimes have guidelines. So once you know, okay, this is what I'm doing, start researching the schools, your state guideline, timelines, and all of that so that you can go ahead and how I want to do it when it's time for me and my son. <laughs> you know, go find out what schools he wants to go to, right? Find out what their deadline timelines are. I keep saying deadlines. I'm sorry, but they're probably the same. Um, <laughs> deadlines and timelines. And then from there, I can organize my steps based on what we're going to do, right? So I can tell him, look, this is what needs to be done, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully, he'll take some initiative. We will see. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but <laughs> even if he does, I'm pretty sure you're going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Thanks, honey. But here's what we're actually yeah, going exactly, to do. So, so, yeah, good luck you know to him. I wish him the best. <laughs> You know, we still like to see it, though. Um. <laughs> a forever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's pretty much the time I'm going to be on is just once I know for sure what schools he wants to go to, start getting those those dates written down so that I can organize what we're going to so do. So a lot of pre-planning. Yep. Um, and then is it ever too late to apply? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Well, is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to talk about? Um, I would just want to say that this is to the students and to the parents as well, but we've all been through our own personal challenges this past year, right? And I would say, please take care of you, right? Take care of yourself, whether it's through meditating, creating, connecting, you know, caring for yourself. I think all of that is very important. Um, And if you don't know how or what to do, you know, your school might have resources. There might be resources in your area that you can um, use. But keeping your mind healthy is just important. And I feel very strongly about that. That's great. And I think the the emotion, the stress that comes with um, debt and financing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, reach out to your trusted lender and and talk to someone about what you can do to kind of help ease that because – if we can at least relieve some of that stress, I think that's a big win too. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, I can't wait for you to circle back with me and tell me what's going on with student loan forgiveness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe topic. I'll be back. Maybe yeah. I'll be back. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. Um, thanks so much, Brittany. It was great to talk to you. And good Thank luck you. to your son. Navy Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. This podcast is intended to provide general information and shouldn't be considered legal, tax, or financial advice. It's always a good idea to consult a tax or financial professional for specific information on how certain laws may apply to your individual financial situation. References to and participation with the military community does not constitute organizational endorsement. Navy Federal is an equal housing lender. Navy Federal Credit Union, our members of the mission, insured by NCUA. 